your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. With Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It is BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Very happy to be joined via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line by AJ Malesko, Olympic gold medalist, NHL on NBC analyst. She will be on the call tonight for Blues versus the Avalanche. 9.30 start time on that one over on NBC Sports Network. AJ, always appreciate the time. How are you doing today? I am doing just great. Thank you guys for having me. And how excited are we that hockey is back today? Well, let's go ahead and start there. How excited are you, AJ, that (laughs) hockey is officially back as of today? I am really excited. I'm currently actually in the car headed down. I live in Massachusetts. I'm driving down to the NBC studios in Stamford, Connecticut, where I will be on the call with Brendan Burke tonight. Um, but I am I am really excited. It's been, you know, I was thrilled that the league and the NHLPA was able to pull off the bubble hockey that we saw in August and September and was thrilled to be a part of that coverage. And then, of course, it's been three and a half months of long layoff and been very fortunate, actually, that my kids have been on the ice for the most part with a few pauses here and there. Um, but again, you know, it's been, it's been long enough. I think everybody's excited and I know it's going to be unpredictable and we're going to have to all be patient and flexible but in whatever form they can give it to us i'm just excited to see some live nhl hockey hey aj i'm curious what's this season going to be like on the nbc side without the uh the voice himself doc emmerich oh man it is tough to imagine it uh imagine this season without doc emmerich just the greatest and i've said it before but he is a better human being than he is a broadcaster and that's saying a lot because we all know what a phenomenal man he is in the booth. Um, I'm happy and thrilled for him and his wife, Joyce. He gets some retirement, some time at home. I know he's still going to be doing some stuff for NBC. I believe he is the voice of the, the tease, the open um, for the whole season tonight. Yeah. So we will at least have a little bit, a little taste of the great Doc Emmerich. But, uh, you know, I also feel fortunate that NBC has a really, really deep bench of play-by-play voices. Uh, you know, Kenny Albert is still there. John Forslund is still there. And you got Brendan Burke and uh, John Walton and uh, Mike Tirico's filling in. So there are lots and lots of people and, and great people that will be uh, able to fill, maybe not fill his shoes, but at least <laughs> do a pretty good job as well. AJ, at this point, I feel like it's almost old hat for you guys to be broadcasting these games from afar, not actually being in the environment, in the arena. But what is that like for you as somebody who's who's trying to get a good grasp for what for what the what is taking place on the ice, of course, but also the feel for the game? What's it like for you having to analyze these games from afar? I don't like it. So I do think we're getting used to it, uh, but it is not it's not easy. Uh, and it's, it is definitely frustrating to not be there and see the play with my own eyes and also get to choose what I look at and 
Uh, there are great camera operators out there, and obviously the, the production trucks that give us great pictures that we see at home. But for me to be on site and be able to look at the part of the ice that I want to see and look at how the plays develop, that's frustrating. I've had to certainly adjust. Um, and sometimes I'll call games with partners who are on site or, for example, in this summer I would call games with Kenny Albert with at Edmonton and I'm in Stanford. So there's a whole different dynamic there where you're not even in the same, same time zone, let alone the same arena. Um, so there are challenges. We've gotten very used to it. And, and again, you know, working with NBC, they have – uh, they have great technology and they have great people in these in place to put a, out a really smooth broadcast, make our jobs as easy as possible, while also keeping us safe during this COVID pandemic, which is obviously the most important. Hey, AJ, this is an interesting season for me, and I said this earlier today, and maybe it's the ultimate optimist in me, but this feels like it's the transition to getting back to normal. And, you know, the bubble play, it was great to have hockey back, but it didn't feel like real hockey. Like, you got to go back to March before the pause where you felt like that real hockey was there And it finally feels that way now. And I know we don't have fans in the stadium, but you look at this season and projecting maybe by postseason we could have fans back and next year be back to regular C. It feels like we're transitioning back to normal and hockey's the the forefront of it. I hope you're right. I do feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel with the vaccines being distributed and some of these things starting to get back to normal, the NBA being back. um, but I think football season unfold the way it did, obviously, with, with a bunch of hiccups here and there, but they got, they're getting the season done. So, you know, I, I agree with you. And with hockey being able to get back in home arenas, uh, with the exception, I guess, of uh, San Jose right now, uh, for these teams to be able to play without fans, but still to be able to play at home, I think you're right. It will, it will give a little sense of normalcy for these guys to wake up, go to a morning skate, go back home to their house, or wherever they live and have their whole pregame routine, be able to be with their family, be with their loved ones. I mean, that can't be underestimated how difficult it was for the guys who went the long haul through the bubble. Obviously, the Tampa Bay Lightning probably isn't complaining since they got the cup (laughs) at the end. But, you you know, you think about Dallas Stars, they went all the way to the bitter end and fell just short of that ultimate goal. And that's, that's really challenging for these guys. So, you know, I think that there is an element that is good there. I, I do – I like the divisional realignment. Obviously not for good and not permanently, but just trying to get the game back, trying to, trying to get us back on the rails. I think it's going to be really exciting to have these, you know, these eight-game series against these rivals. And you look at the Western Conference and you see St. Louis and you see Colorado and you see Vegas, the three favorites. The fact that they get to play each other eight times is really, really exciting. And, again, eventually when you get to have fans in the stands, that will make it even better. Uh, but I think they're, they're inching closer. And the fact that the travel may be a little bit less based on the way that they've set up the schedule um, may, may help some of these players as well. We're talking to A.J. Malesko, NHL on NBC analyst. She's joining us here on 101 ESPN. A.J., let's talk about this matchup. Colorado versus St. Louis tonight. You've got the call on NBC Sports Network. Puck drops at 930. I don't know how much you guys have been able to talk to the coaches, players. I don't know if you've done any of that yet. But what are you expecting between these two teams? I mean, if you look at any of the projections, these are two of the top three teams within the Western Division. What are you looking forward to tonight in this particular matchup? Well, by the way, you asked some of the challenges we face being remote, and that's one of the biggest ones, is not being able to talk to the players, not being able to talk to the coaches. Now, even if we were on site, I'm not sure that the media is allowed in the locker room anyway due to COVID protocols. So it is a, it is hard to, to prepare for these games without 
especially without having game tape to watch, right? I mean, this is the first game of the season, which is super exciting, but also everything's new. So what do I expect? I mean, Clash of the Titans. These two teams are built. They're, they're similar in a lot of ways in the sense that they both both incredibly deep talent, right? I mean, one to four lines are so strong. Um, they've got great center depth, a lot of them, especially look at St. Louis. I know that's something that Doug Armstrong has prided himself on, building that team from the center out. Uh, you know, it's, losing Petrangelo obviously is, is a huge hole for you guys for the St. Louis Blues to fill. Um, but I, I really like the pieces that are in place for the Blues. Um, and I like the way that I think for a, a Craig Berube coach team, they have all the elements and the way that he, he forms their identity and he forms their right off the bat, their forechecking mentality, they're hanging on to pucks, all those things. But again, they're facing off against arguably the best player in the world. And I, right now I would say Nathan McKinnon is the best player in the world, the way he plays, the way he competes, and he's incredibly skilled. So the St. Louis Blues had, were going to have their hands full with him. And then you add Brandon Saad, who, who scored a ton of goals for the Chicago Blackhawks in the past. So I, I do expect a physical series. Now, again, maybe the game in two days will be a little more physical. When you, you know, as you get down the eight-game series, it'll get more and more heated. Uh, but I expect, I expect both teams to be flying. These guys are excited to be back, just as we're excited to have them back. So, A.J., I want to ask you about Tori Krug. Um, and for those of you who don't know listening, A.J. does uh, television work with the New York Islanders, who, of course, play in the Eastern Conference. So, A.J., you've seen a lot of Tori Krug in his career in Boston. What are people not what, – what don't people know about Tori Krug's game that they're going to find out in St. Louis? Well, also just – I live in Boston, so I've seen a lot of Tori Krug. Yeah. And my kids are all huge, uh, huge – Bruins fans, so they are very sad to see Chara go to Washington and very sad to see Tori. Oh, well, tell and, them to come on over to guys. St. Louis, AJ. <laughs> tell <laughs> them the Blues go. fans. We'll get jerseys for them. Uh, I mean, I, can t- I remember when Tori Cruz signed. He came into the Bruins as an undrafted free agent and, you know, it's unknown coming out of Michigan State. And he took the Bruins playoffs by storm. And I actually remember talking to people and thinking, why do they have him on defense? He's got so much offensive upside and he was scoring goals. I mean, he came in. Um, and he, I think he had four goals at that playoff series as a, as a very undersized defenseman. Um, but I think what people maybe don't know about him yet, or maybe they do, but I think what came as a surprise to people when they watched the team is that he's not a liability defensively, and he is very, very smart, and he uses his size. So he obviously he was playing with uh, – last year I think he was playing with Brandon Carlo, who's about the same size as Pareko, um, but he also has Char on the team. So he, so he – was able to utilize his feet. He was able to utilize his smarts, and he really sees the game. And if you watch him, he actually doesn't skate backwards a whole lot. He's always skating forwards. And so he's always sort of – he's like hurting um, his opponents out wide, and he's very smart in the way that he does that. He's a very active defenseman. Um, And obviously, I mean, this is not – people – he comes in well – well known for this, but his power play acumen is, is phenomenal. I mean, he just walks back and forth on that blue line, and his vision and, and the way he, he distributes the puck is um, in the league, I would say. She's A.J. Malesko, Olympic gold medalist, NHL on NBC analyst. You'll catch her on the call tonight if you're watching the game over on NBC Sports. Now, 9.30, puck drop for that one. A.J., sincerely appreciate the time. Always appreciate it. All the best to you and the fam. We look forward to watching you tonight on the call. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a great season. Absolutely. Same to you. That is AJ Malesko joining us here on 101 ESPN.